The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Johnny McCann is with us. He's a golf podcaster and expert to walk us through uh, who is performing well and badly. Before we get into that, Johnny, the course itself, the, the course at Dromoland, how would you describe it? How would you assess it? So this is a um, your kind of classic Parkland golf course, I think. When you, when you think of golf courses in Clare in the west of Ireland, you would automatically assume Lynx golf courses, but Tremont's a great hub for, for golf courses, and I know Mr. Nolan was talking about Americans coming over. This is a Tremont's a base for a lot of Americans that come over. They fly here, they stay here, and then they'll helicopter down to La Hinch or Doonbeg or Adair. This is their base for like a big golf trip. And Mr. Noll's talking about the Hang on a minute, go back for one second. I just wanna I just want to relish that sentence. They'll helicopter down to Doonbeg. It's a sight all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not not the type of golf trip I do with my mates, but it's a it's a tri- trip I've inspired nice to work do, if we'll you say. Can get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Mr. Noll was talking about the amount of uh, investment that has been put into the hotel and the infrastructure around here. Over the course of the last three years, well over two million euros been put into the golf course, new drainage, new tees, new bunkers. The 18th hole, which is also, we can almost see it now perfectly, that was a corridor of trees. You couldn't see the lake from, from the tee box. You couldn't see it from here. That was cleared out and it was re- brought back to its original state. So when it comes to like a conservation perspective, um, that was a huge element to it. But now it just... It, Creates so many vistas. So, oh, it's stunning a, any to aspect of the golf course, of the lake that you're on, whether you're on the 11th hole, the 12th, the 10th, you can see all the way around. And last year at the event, I was following a couple of groups, and you could see Leona Maguire making that run that she made last year when she just missed the playoff by one shot. And I was standing on the 11th fairway with the leaders, and you looked across the lake, and you could see thousands of people following Leona. It was just a gr- such a great sight. Um, so that that investment that's been put into the golf courses not only made it such a great golf course from a player's perspective but from a viewer's and a tournament perspective it's just it's such a such a fun experience and there is a value obviously to it in terms of those viewers because sky sports is covering an awful lot of this and a bit like eurovision when we used to win it it ad, it acts as something of a showcase for what ireland has to offer for international visitors absolutely i think uh, i remember when the the men's irish open was at lahinch and the big talking point when it came to sky sports was that ireland's such a beautiful country but again a lot of the conversation a lot of links golf gets a lot of the attention so it's brilliant to see parkland golf and i'm a big advocate for parkland golf um that's what i what the kind of golf that i grew up playing but it's it's great to showcase courses like this that you know it's, it's not all links golf courses they're brilliant they're some of the best in the world but ireland has a lot more to offer than than solely links golf tell us then about uh, who has been performing well you mentioned leona mcguire narrowly missing the uh, cut last year she's struggling a bit with the putter this year uh, well, she had she had a very very good uh, back nine there yesterday. So she went five under through her last four holes. She went birdie eagle, birdie par. To uh, she nearly had a hole in one on the, on the par three seventeenth as well. So she uh, she's the kind of talent that can just flick a switch and turn it on. And uh, she's you know top fourteen to ranked fourteen in the world for a reason. She has the ability to to just flick a switch and, and perform when she needs to. And she uh, she kept she's still a, she kept she's still a fair in, way back off the lead though, isn't she? She's about six shots off the lead, so she's four under par. Diksha Dagar from India, she went six under in the front nine on the first first day and three under there yesterday to go ten under par. Um, sorry, four under yesterday. 
Uh, so she's got the lead by one, and she's been chased by by a pretty impressive pack of Anne Van Damme, Gurdian Core, and Emma Grecki from France. We've also seen a couple of amateurs doing very well. Yeah, and I think that's that's almost the Leona Maguire effect to a, to a degree. Leona's been a stalwart for Irish golf since she was a young teenager. She was the longest-serving Irish amateur, world number one, for about 360 weeks or so, I think it was. So the second she went over to, to the States, to Duke, um, she was just instantly the, the best amateur in the world. And so you have like Sarah Byrne, Kate Lanigan, Beth Coulter, Emma Fleming, girls who you know played with and against Leona, but also grew up watching Leona. Leona was the first woman, the Irish woman to win on the LPGA Tour. She's now won twice. So these are these four amateurs that made the cut are you know, they're the, the result of a lot of investment and also the the inspiration that Leona has provided. Do you think, to any extent, that the fame that has come with that for Leona Maguire brings more pressure? Because when you arrive up to the course, there are a lot of people here to watch, and many of them are here to watch her. Absolutely, and I think the easiest way to equate it is from a golf perspective. Roy McIlroy, he got a little bit of hot water when he missed one or two Irish Opens. It's the same with Leona. She's, you know, heavy ways to crown, I guess, when you're when you're that talented. And this is not a quiet week for her. She was up in Galgorm two weeks ago, and between these over the last three weeks, there's been a lot of media obligations. She's been pulled from pillar to post, do interviews here, do this there, and then obviously there's lots of like fan engagement and stuff, which is you know, she's delighted to do that. She always says she's delighted to do that. But we'd be remiss if we didn't think that that takes a toll and that's exhausting. She also has to go out and play 72 holes of golf incredibly well, better than 125 other people. Um, but she loves it. She, she thrives off of that uh, crowd engagement. I was talking with Olivia Mahaffey, the other Irish professional who made the cut. Uh, she's also four under par. And, and, and Olivia was saying that that's the type of you know, extra adrenaline that she loves that really gets her going for, for tournaments. Um, the uh, we by the way we will of course be hearing from Leona McGuire because one of those um, what do we call it uh, media, media obligations yeah, was yeah. chatting to um, <laughs> our own Henry McKean the impact of the delayed start this morning because the fog was very impressive here for a while and it is it now was. beginning to lift and we can see the gorgeous vistas so I assume they are either teeing off already or in a couple of minutes does that have any effect? It's, it seems to be about a 45 minute delay it won't mean that we'll go into tomorrow like round 3 won't go into tomorrow or anything like that we'll be fine um, the field's being halved after, after yesterday so uh, no there won't be any major delay Johnny if people want to hear the podcast where do they go? Uh, any good podcast app I know you guys are supplied by Go Loud so you can listen to the Bogeyman podcast Go Loud Apple Spotify anywhere and everywhere The Anton Savage Show Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.